welcome to Gin and Juice Boxes. This is a podcast where I offer bite-sized learnings and advice for fellow busy working mamas. I'm a business-owning brand strategist and copywriter who also happens to be mum to twin toddler tornadoes. That's enough about me. Let's make like D-O-double-G and get into this shizzle. Hello, welcome back. Season two of Gin and Juice Boxes, here we go. You'll have noticed I've gotten rid of my awful song, rap, whatever the heck I was trying to do from season one. I mean, it did crack me up, but there's only so many times that I or anyone else can listen to that. So, adios, weird sing rap thingy-majiggy, and hello new intro, and hello you guys. So, hi. As I record this, it is a sunny Sunday in December, and we're nearly in 2021. Hallelujah. I'm so sick of hearing, bring on 21, but seriously, bring on 21. Now, this is not actually the episode I sat down to record today. I sat down to record one all about boundaries as a brand and as a human, but for some reason, the things that keep coming to mind are actually learnings from 2020. Yes, it was a giant ass year for all of us. And there are a lot of learnings that we need to take with us if we want to be good people and good brands. So I'm just going to go through some of those learnings that I think brands should be taking away from 2020 to make sure that they are A, a strong kick-ass brand that people want to buy from, and B, actually good people, because more important than ever for us to be supporting brands that are good, that are doing good, that care about something. But I'm getting ahead of myself. That's actually one of the learnings. So we'll talk about that later. So first of all, a few things I learned in terms of branding from 2020 that apply to life as well. So the first one is all about aligning what you say with what you do. Now, before this time, where we had a year full of massive events, a lot of turmoil, a lot of chaos, but also a lot of examples of humans coming together, brands could almost say whatever they wanted, and people didn't necessarily care or check whether they were doing what they were saying that they were doing. But now, now that we've seen the impact of people working together, and also the impact of people lying, for want of a better word, it matters more than ever that brands do what they say they're going to do. So for example, when it came to Black Lives Matter, we saw a lot of brands put a black square on their Instagram or put a statement out saying that they're going to do better. But a lot of brands didn't. It was just words. And previously, I don't know whether we would have noticed necessarily or cared as much or if it had been on our radar until now but these days we've noticed the brands that have not followed through with what they said they were going to do if you're just going to put a black square up and then that is your entire i guess your entire change or the only way that you're showing you care about something it means you don't actually care your actions are not aligned with what you're saying And for brands to do that now, in this day and age, we notice. As consumers, we notice and we don't want to support those brands. So, for example, Nike. They created this this big campaign around Don't Do It. 
telling people not to add into the racism. And yes, they are a brand who, I guess, they have a lot of African-American athletes. But when you look at their board, there is no one of colour on their board. So they're just saying, they're saying things, but their brand is not reflecting what they're saying. They're not doing what they're saying. So that misalignment, it makes consumers not trust your brand. It makes consumers think that you're full of shit, (laughs) for want of a better word. It makes people not want to buy from you. So I guess a massive learning from 2020 is that if you're going to go out and say something as a brand, you need to back it up. You need to be living by that thing you're saying. It has to align. Closer to home, I guess, an example would be the fact that a lot of brands are starting to use Tereo in their products or in their copywriting. But you can see the brands that are just using the words to use the words and to look like they're cultural right but really they're culturally appropriating because they're only just saying the words not making sure that a they are spelt correctly or used in the right context or b they don't necessarily understand maybe they're just grabbing the words from the dictionary there's a translation dictionary i think it's literally it's called multi dictionary online or maybe they are just yeah appropriating But we know that now as consumers. Consumers are watching out for people, brands, who are not what they say they are. So biggest learning, your brand should align in every way with what it says it is. What you say you are is who you should be as a brand. The second learning from 2020 for brands and humans alike is quite similar. So in terms of the fact that people care about what's happening behind the scenes in brands, Your brand needs to be about more than money. Yes, as businesses, we all have to make money. That's how we live. And it's also how we give back, right? If you don't have money, you can't give it back. So we have to make money, but that can't be our only purpose. We can't just be money hungry and doing whatever we can to make it. Consumers know and consumers care. That's where having a clear purpose is really important as a brand. So for example... Maybe your brand, it helps people lose weight. That's something that I would not usually talk about, but it's the first thing that's come to mind. So say your brand helps people lose weight. Sure, that's what your brand does and that will make you money. But what is the bigger purpose behind it? What are you trying to change? What is the impact you're trying to have on the world? That's a story you should be telling. And like I said before, not just telling, but doing. So say your brand is doing it to help people feel more confident and empowered in yourself well how else is your brand backing that up are they going to schools and giving self-love talks or are they I don't know doing some other things to help people feel good in themselves that isn't just buy our product and lose weight you know so the second learning for brands from 2020 is that you need to be about more than money you need to have a greater purpose and that's where a brand purpose comes in the third learning from 2020 that brands can take away is how important flexibility is. Okay, this applies so much for humans as well, for me in particular. So as we all know, 2020 was a year where everything got flipped on its head. So in terms of good old COVID, many people ended up working from home, a lot of people lost their jobs, some people ended up having to create new jobs. It was all about being able to be flexible 
which is easy to say but can be quite hard to do. In terms of a learning, I think the thing that we can all take away from that as a brand or as a person is that yes, it's really good to have a vision and an idea of how you want to achieve that. So maybe your vision or big goal is to have your brand in every local department store in New Zealand. But your plan to get there needs to be fluid. You can't just be holding tightly to the one and only way to get there because if, like we learned this year, if your one and only way of getting there was meeting people in person, doing in-person promos and testing all about retail and in-store stuff, that's not going to fly. It's being open to the fact that there are other ways to achieve this vision or goal and not holding on too tightly to the plan you have in place because when you hold on too tightly, learning for myself, it makes it really stressful and also really hard to see another way around. Whereas if you're only focusing on what the vision and goal is and fluid about how you get there, it becomes much easier and feels more natural. I don't know if that sounds really wanky, but it, I don't know if that sounds a bit too airy-fairy, but to make it seem a little bit easier to understand, if you have a bigger vision or a bigger goal, then all you have to actually think about is what's your one next step? What is the one thing you can do today to get towards that? That way you're not holding on tightly to all of the plans that you had to get there and you're able to be more flexible and more fluid, whether that means you have to come work from home because something's happened or you have to take on more team members, I don't know. It's just being more open to the fact that plans can change, but your big goal doesn't have to. Okay, so the next learning, when I think about it, for brands from 2020, is the fact that boundaries matter. That was actually what I was going to record when I sat down today, is all about boundaries, because Christmas. But I think it applies to us in general, not just in the busy seasons. So... Boundaries as a brand can help define who you are as a brand because your boundaries usually apply to the way you spend your time, the people you spend that time with and what you spend your time on. So as a brand, everything you do should be aligning to your purpose and your values and your mission. So you can use those three things to identify where you want to set the lines in the sand so, for example, say you have a boundary around your work hours. Where does that boundary come from? Is it because you value your team members' time and energy and you don't want them to have to work outside of a certain number of hours a day? You want them to be able to spend time with their family or doing things they love? Knowing where the boundary comes from can help make it way easier to stick to it and to set it. If you're the other way around and you don't know what your boundaries should be, then go backwards. So, like I just mentioned, maybe your value is around giving your team members time with their family because your value is family. It's just easier to set boundaries when there is a real reason behind them and then you feel less guilty about doing so as well. The reason why I think this is learning from 2020 is because with everyone working from home, our boundaries became really, really blurred. As someone who works for themselves and works from home most of the time, I'm quite familiar with this and it is quite tricky. But for a lot of people, this was quite fresh. So identifying your boundaries, whether you're a manager or owner of a business or a self-employed human or just a person in general, is what keeps you sane, what keeps you doing good work and is really important to your health and well-being. 
So that is a great learning from 2020. If you've started setting boundaries, then please keep doing it. I guess the last thing I would say that brands and people can learn from 2020 is the fact that people matter. Even though this year has been a bit of a shit show in terms of seeing some of the worst of humanity, we've also seen some of the best. And yes, I am talking in a broader sense, but I think this also applies to your teams or the people that you surround yourself with during these sorts of times. It also applies for brands because, like I mentioned, Consumers now expect you to have more of a purpose, to have more of an impact in the world than making money. And to do that, you have to be caring about people. You have to believe that people matter. It's the same for anyone, I guess, who is self-employed. Because what we do every day is we deal with people. And if we don't believe that their needs matter, then we're not going to do a very good job. We're going to not enjoy it either. So... I guess the ultimate learning for anyone, for brands in particular, to take away from 2020 is that people matter. Your team matter because that's what makes your brand amazing. Your audience matter because that's what means, <laughs> that's the reason your brand exists. And on a wider level, people matter more than your profit. So thinking more in a purpose-led way. Okay, I think that's all for my learnings for brands from 2020. Totally ad-libbing here and making it up on the spot, so I hope that all made sense. And if you need any help with working out what your purpose is, what your values are, and then how to use those, I am doing my next round of Brand Strategy 101. So that is a five-week course where by the end you have a clear brand strategy to guide you and your business. I'm doing another round of that in January. So the waitlist is open now and I will chuck a link in the show notes and in the Instagram bio. So check it out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Gin and Juice Boxes. From one busy working mama to another, you've got this. If you found that helpful, please, please, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever the heck you're listening from. Plus, be sure to grab a snap when you're listening and tag us in. It's at ginandjuiceboxes.podcast on the gram. Awesome. I will see you here next week. You've